Hello everyone, I'm your co-host Bidemi Ologunde. Welcome to episode 8 of the Throughball Podcast, where myself and my brother Akinola Ologunde present global news, updates, rumors and in-depth analysis of the game of football, also popularly known as soccer. Today on the show we will be presenting some interesting developments in the summer transfer market, Romelu Lukaku's second debut for Chelsea and league results from across Europe. Thank you for your time, let's get to it. So to start with, um, there's this news about Cristiano Ronaldo addressing rumours that he plans to return to Real Madrid. So he has addressed recent rumours speculating that Real Madrid coach Carlo Ancelotti wants him back at Real Madrid. The coach, um, coach Ancelotti denied those reports on Tuesday, August 17, and Ronaldo also made some statements on his social media. He has addressed rumours also linking him to PSG and Manchester City. So Ronaldo joined Juventus for 100 million euros in July 2018 after spending nine years at Real Madrid, where he scored 451 goals, the most of any player in Real Madrid history. He also won four Champions League titles with Real Madrid. In Juventus, in his first two seasons, he won the Serie A, which is the Premier League in Italy, but the club finished fourth in the league in in 2021, just this past season. And the club also crashed out of the Champions League in the round of 16. So that has led to speculation that Ronaldo and his agent, um, Jorge Mendes, could try to force a move this summer, despite the player having one year left on his contract. Carlo Ancelotti worked with Cristiano Ronaldo for two seasons during um, Ancelotti's first stint as Real Madrid manager. He was reappointed in June on a three-year contract after the resignation of former Real Madrid manager Zinedine Zidane. In related news, the rumors have been circulating that Kylian Mbappe, who has one year left on his contract with PSG, has requested a meeting with the club's president to discuss his future, which reports say will see him eventually move to Real Madrid, either this summer or next summer. If Mbappe is focused on joining Real Madrid and PSG does not transfer him this summer, then the club risks losing him for free next year when his contract expires in June 2022. So that might be a price that PSG is willing to pay in order to have the 22-year-old available to help Messi and Neymar lead PSG to its first ever UEFA Champions League title this season. On the other hand, PSG could use any cash from a proposed transfer this summer to replace him and Cristiano Ronaldo's name has come up as a potential candidate in recent days. Reports about Mbappe and Real Madrid having an agreement in place all seem to be coming from Spanish news outlets. None of those reports have been substantiated by French news outlets so far. Real Madrid's financial challenges due to the pandemic, coupled with PSG's deep pockets and their willingness to sell one of their best players, combined to make the deal quite difficult. However, losing a valuable player for nothing next year might be a scenario that even a club as rich as PSG cannot afford. Interestingly, two incidents in recent days are adding fire to these rumors. First, Mbappe was jeered by his hometown PSG crowd when his name and number were shown on the Jumbotron at the club's first home match of the season. Second, he was conspicuously absent in a picture taken at Handa Herrera's 32nd birthday party last weekend, which featured all the club's other stars, including new arrival Lionel Messi. There has been no news from Mbappe's camp, 
and Real Madrid has also been quiet. At Messi's presentation to the club last week, PSG's president, Nasser Al-Khelaifi, sounded confident about Mbappe staying on with his hometown club. Mbappe has been an important player for PSG since arriving on, on loan from AS Monaco in 2017 and then sealing his move permanently one year later. He has scored 92 goals for PSG in 109 League One matches and another 21 goals in 36 UEFA Champions League matches. He won the World Cup with France in 2018. As much as losing Mbappe will be considered a blow to PSG's Champions League hopes this year, it would also be a hit to the team's reputation to have a young global superstar turn his back on his hometown team. PSG can, however, turn the narrative around pretty quickly if the move for Ronaldo materializes. Reports this week have indicated that if PSG accepts Real Madrid's cash for Mbappe, they will turn around and submit an offer for Ronaldo from Juventus, who might not be entirely against their superstar leave given their own financial issues and three years of falling short in the Champions League with Ronaldo. So the second news for this episode is about Harry Kane. Um, Harry Kane is not part of the Tottenham team traveling for the Europa Conference League qualifier against Pacos de Ferreira in Portugal on Thursday, August 19, but he hopes to be fit for Sunday's trip to Wolves for the second Premier League match of the season. The winner of the two-legged tie in Portugal um, will advance to the group stage of the inaugural third-tier European competition. So that's going to be a, a level below the Europa League with the Champions League being um, the top-tier European competition. Kane was not considered physically ready for last Sunday's 1-0 win against Manchester City and was only integrated into full group training on Tuesday, August 17, having come out of isolation just last week. He was named in Spurs' 25-man squad for the Pacos de Ferreira tie, but that was for both legs rather than just Thursday's match in Portugal. The news will receive extra attention in light of the ongoing speculation linking him with a move to Manchester City. He arrived late for precision training after a post-Euro 2020 holiday in the United States. He has not played since his involvement with England at Euro 2020. ESPN reported this Monday, August 16, that Manchester City are pushing ahead with their bid to sign Harry Kane despite continued denials from Tottenham that they are prepared to listen to offers for the striker. Manchester City have less than two weeks to complete the deal before the transfer window closes on Tuesday, August 31. Kane has three years left on his contract and Tottenham has placed a price tag of £150 million on him. Even though Manchester City have privately suggested that they will not meet Tottenham's asking price, sources told ESPN that they would be willing to break the British transfer record for a second time this summer having already paid £100 million to sign Jack Grealish from Aston Villa. They could go as high as £120 million plus add-ons for, for Harry Kane, but so far there has been little encouragement from Tottenham that an offer in that region would be accepted. Manchester City believe they can raise more than £50 million through the departures of fringe players, including 19-year-old winger Morgan Rogers, and they still expect one established first-team squad member to leave. Internal talks at Manchester City have raised the possibility of including players in any agreement for Harry Kane, but the club have been given no indication that the likes of Raheem Sterling, Gabriel Jesus, Bernardo Silva, Benjamin Mendy or Emeric Laporte would agree to join Tottenham. 
So for the final story for this episode is, um, is about Romelu Lukaku and his um, second debut for Chelsea. So seven years after leaving Chelsea, Romelu Lukaku is ready to make his second debut on Sunday, August 22 in Chelsea's second match of the season against City rivals Arsenal. Lukaku's move to Chelsea became official on Thursday, August 12, but he had to undergo a period of self-isolation according to the UK government's COVID-19 regulations. He came out of quarantine on Monday, August 16, and has been training with the team since then. Lukaku is returning to Chelsea as one of the best strikers in the world after leading Inter Milan to the Serie A title last season. He insists he has nothing to prove, despite his time at Man U ending in disappointing fashion in 2019. He was deemed surplus to requirements by Man U coach, but answered all his critics with outstanding form in Italy. So to wrap up this episode, I'll present um, some interesting results from the initial round of matches across leagues in Europe. So Brentford defeated Arsenal in the first match of the English Premier League um, 2-0. Manchester United defeated Leeds 5-1. Chelsea de- defeated Crystal Palace 3-0. And in that match, Trevor Chaloba scored on his Premier League debut. Manchester City lost Tottenham 1-0. Um, Lyon in France lost to Angers 3-0 and Bayern Munich in Germany was held to a 1-1 draw by Borussia Mönchengladbach. So that's all we have for episode 8 of the Throughball Podcast. The production, editing and fact-checking were done by Akinola and Bidemio Logunde. Audio engineering and graphic design was done by Bidemio Logunde. Please join us again next episode as we continue with the deep dive on football news, um, updates, rumors and analysis. Make sure you subscribe to the Throughball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to throughball10 at gmail.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.